What is going on out there, all the moms, all the dads? Welcome back to the Fade You Podcast. We are back with episode 138 on Wednesday, July 13th, 2022. My name is Matthew James. I've got the dads back. It's been a minute, but we are back with a new pod, and uh, it'll be the, the last one again for a while, but we wanted to come back and check in with everybody, see what everyone's been up to this summer and what we are looking forward to here in the immediate future with the Open Championship tomorrow and then with football coming up down the road. Who am I here with? Let's remind everybody who is on this little podcast. We got Chris Duke, the smelly one himself. I haven't seen Chris in a while, but I can smell him from all the way up here in Northern California. Chris, how's it going? Good, man. Joe makes fun of me, calls me Shrek. Tells me I eat onion for breakfast <laughs> and uh, kind of rude, but I am disgusting. I take shit like angels, uh, you know, the best one of the best teams in the league. And it, it cost me last night, but you know, we've lived in a live to live another poopy day, Matt. We got Kmart back. Kyle, how's it going, man? Oh, you know, pretty good. Same old, same old, just try not to lose my bankroll on one stupid degenerate play <laughs> easier said than done for a lot of people but we'll talk about degenning and what the hell we're supposed to do with only baseball to bet on joe how's it going good man good happy to be back fuck dude it's been a while kind of out of uh practice here but yeah things have been good started a new job and traveling a little bit it's been been a good time man been a really good time yeah, we've been away since the end of May. We've had a bunch of stuff happen. Uh, apparently, some people enjoyed the NBA Finals. That's great. Uh, the Avalanche won the Stanley Cup. We've had a couple other things happen, like the U.S. Open at Wimbledon. And we will slowly round back into form. So everybody be patient with us while we try to remember what the hell we're doing here. Uh, Neil, how's your summer been? Summer for me, Dad's has been nonstop, but I missed you guys. I ended uh, coaching my son's Little League um, and then we had a big all-star double weekend, and we just wrapped up. It was his birthday yesterday, so we had a big Dodger party uh, down at our, our swim club down here. So it was it was now it feels like summer can kind of calm down for me. Well, if you're a new listener if you and you've made it this far, I promise it gets better. But uh, make sure you are following the Twitter at Fade You Sports. We're going to get the TikTok content going a little bit more frequently. We'll get everything uploaded on the YouTube. But for now, Twitter is our main content source. Uh, subscribe to the pod. We don't have much cooking just yet in July, but come August, we will really hit it with uh, a lot of NFL content. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, it is the slow season. There's really not a whole lot to bet on right now other than baseball, WNBA, random golf and tennis here and there. But I want to know, I guess – People have been degenning because we're a group of degenerates, but I miss, I guess how much have people been degenerating? How much baseball are you guys betting on? We got nerfies. We got pitcher strikeout props from some of our friends. How much degenning is actually going on here within this group? Well, um, I, I had to make rules for myself because 
there was a month where I was degening a little too hard and, and the Cubano took a lot of my money. So I'm slowly trying to win it back by only following Ariel and that whatever nerfy guy, you know, I told you guys about. Um, and then whatever, I literally just degen, you know, one of the later games forgot to post Dodgers today. So of course, you know, can't, can't add that one in there, but you know, just maybe one a day personally for myself and just kind of relying on the so-called, uh, you know, experts with that system. Um, and yeah, I'm just trying to not lose too much and win a little back before football season. What about you, Joe? Do you have, uh, do you have rules for degening in the summertime? No, fuck rules. (laughs) There are no rules. Uh, me, Chris and, and Riles have been getting after it lately, just firing plays together, getting drunk all the time and sending yugs and firing plays is basically all we've been doing for the, the past couple months. So it's been, it's been good. We've had good, good weeks and bad weeks. And then we, we picked, uh, we each, we each fired a, a parlor or we fired a parlay every day for like two consecutive weeks. Each of us pitch picked, uh, a leg. We won two, technically three, but Chris didn't fucking place it one day. Oh, we sent all three legs. Chris doesn't fucking place it. It hits. I don't know if I haven't done it, but yeah, you guys definitely yours. Oh, it was the day the Rangers won and I didn't book it. Yeah. But Joe, about how Matt's Matt's neglecting one beautiful sport that we make money off. He says it's only baseball. WNBA bitches. Let's yeah, dude. This morning. Yeah. I fired on the the poopy uh, Indiana fever. I think they are eight and and six against the spread make yeah. that nine and 16 a wonderful backdoor cover which is kind of hot as a as a female right thought it was dead they were down 15 those bitches yeah but yeah oh, two or three uh stinkers on uh dookie of the days on wmba links and something else so that's don't expand your horizons it's funny when you tell someone you bet on wmba they look at you like the fuck is your problem like how are you Figuring out like what's sharp, I'm like, dude, smelly, smelly. You know, doesn't matter the sport. Well, and that was the cra- and that's the craziest thing as a non WA WNBA fan. I'm getting my Twitter's blowing up at like noon. Like, oh, we hit. I'm like, it's a Tuesday. How, what WNBA games going off at 9 a.m.? Well, I'm, like, I'm thinking Wednesday, my Twitter. Bro. Yeah, Wednesday. I, Wednesday, whatever fucking day. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking my Twitter's like delayed that I'm getting these alerts from my dad's like 16 hours later, like. So yeah, understand like WNBA tomorrow, Aces Liberty is an eight AM tip. That doesn't make any fucking sense for whatever. I actually know the the names of both those teams, so I probably won't bet on that one. But I had to look up what Indiana was this morning. <laughs> but yeah, and then um been to Jenning too, just fading uh Ben the better every now and then when he posts a, a free play and his free plays are 0 three last three, so it's been pretty hot and he's been betting on like women's or wta tennis doubles which is pretty hilarious too no chance i watched that but i just fired it and it goes off at like 4 or 5 a.m and wake up to a winner it's pretty fun ben if you hear this our podcast is literally called fade you yeah we got to get ben on open invitation to come on and just discuss how you do what you do like dude yeah he's a god he really is a god gotta get him on Chris, you mentioned expanding your horizons and betting some WNBA. Now, I, I mean, I don't know what you'd have to pay me to watch a WNBA game. Maybe if I had action on it, but 
for anybody that is listening in the summertime and, and just getting into betting, explain why a kind of niche sport like WNBA that has a really small betting market can actually be really profitable for people who have the time and energy to kind of dig into those lines. Yeah, for sure. It's just like a small like conference in college football. Like if you see like Georgia Southern line moving, it's like, you know, it's not like some public, you know, in LA hammering that it's like some, someone that knows that, you know, that conference and they know they see, you know, discrepancy in the line, just like with WNBA, it's a small market. The, the people aren't out there looking to bet the fever. They're looking at the Dodgers and the Yankees. And so, you know, when you see a line move, like today it was 10, Joe got it at 10, it ticked down to nine and a half. So that was a good move. And then, you know, ends up landing eight or whatever. So yeah, keep an eye at those smaller markets. Neil, what's your uh, degen level been this summer? So far, it's been relatively small, and what I have been degenning has not worked, hence my very little activity on anything. Um, like I said, with, with now that the kids' baseball is over, I'm hoping July and August I can get a little bit more into it as my summer calms down. Um, I'm really just banking on my one big preseason bet to come through for me, Paul Goldschmidt, MVP, that I said it was 47 to 1. Um, he was, a, I think as of this morning, he was at a plus 105 favorite. So you want to talk about some CLV? I'm getting real close to to Chris's Cooper Cup as far as CLV goes from last season. So I'm hoping I have a little better results um, on that one, but that'll get me nice, nicely back into the green. Well, let's let's grade Neil's chances. We're just about at the all-star break in MLB. Kyle, I mean, what? Kyle hated that play, by the way, Matt, if you remember. Still hate it. Cardinal. Of course <laughs> he did. Sell it. <laughs> I sold it. I sold it beautifully, I thought. No, no. Well, I mean, maybe I misheard you, but I was saying you should, you know, sell it because it's the highest it will get. You know, pay, pay it back to the book. Oh, I, well, I, yeah, if I had a, it would be probably a cash out. The cash out of that right now would be amazing. Yeah, right. Just to sell it back to, you know, not risk injury or anything like that. I totally would if I could, but so I don't Kyle, have an option. I still hate it for the record. Kyle hated it. He still hates it. Neil, do you think minimum requirement Cardinals have to obviously make the playoffs probably for him to even have a shot? Do you think they have to win the division? Do you think he has to lead the NL in – RBI, like what's it going to take for him to actually win? Who, who's his main competition as of mid-July? So as of right now, the main, the next two guys were Manny Machado and Pete Alonso. Um, there's been some people with Schwarber talk, but no, Schwarber's hitting like two sixteen. That's not going to happen. Alonso will probably lead the league in home runs, um, but again, he's going to be like a 280 hitter, you know, Goldie's up at the 340 level. He's going to probably, you know, if he can continues on, he's going to lead the league in runs. He'll lead the league in average, if not baseball, all of baseball on average. And kind of, and I go back to sort of what I said at the beginning, like it's just going to be one of those, it's almost, I think like a lifetime achievement type board. He's never been an MVP before, even though he's been one of the most consistent hitters in all of baseball um, over the past decade. And it, you know, it wasn't going to take much if he can hit 340 and, you know, hit 35 home runs and the Cardinals make the playoffs. I don't really see how it could not be him. So um, 
Yeah, I, I, yes, he has to make the playoffs. Cardinals have to make the playoffs, which shouldn't be that hard with the expansion of the playoff, you know, system in the MLB. Um, but he doesn't. He definitely needs to lead the league at least in one category and be top five in another. But he's still leading all of baseball in OPS. Um, he, I mean, he's having a really good year, and I, I don't see him slowing down. And you have forty-seven to one. Forty-seven to one. Did you place this before the season started or shortly after? Before the season started, there are my two long shots. One was NL, one was AL. Goldie was my NL long shot, but Buxton was my AL long shot. Who's having a nice year? He he was having a real nice year before he got hurt. I mean, he he dipped down, I think, into like the twelve to one range. Then he got hurt, and he hasn't really been the same. And besides, I think Aaron Judge was like a minus one thirty favorite to win yes. AL MVP at this point. So that's not going to say. Unfortunately for Buxton, there's a towering Fresno State. Yeah. alum playing in new york and a very sexy japanese man playing down in anaheim uh, so there there's the al for you so all right um speaking of degenning chris you want to talk about the dookie of the day you you texted me this idea a few weeks ago in late june you said hey i, I want to do a, a smelly line a day and i want to see how how well i can do so what what gave you that idea other than you just liking the sift the most disgusting things related to gambling and otherwise. And uh, how, how well do you, I mean, what do you contribute the good start to? Don't talk about Merrill like that, dad. No. Um, it's uh, it's crazy because when Joe and I, I think we did our battle. Was it a year ago? We did that battle of the dads and yeah, uh, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah. So Joe and I were taking a lot of stinkers and we were down a lot of units. So I was kind of afraid that I might get rocked again, but I, stuck with it we found a lot where the line's close to pick them and like 70 80 percent of tickets are on one side and started out 12 and one we've lost the last couple but not 12 and three is nothing to cry over and uh yeah so it's uh it's been good and we like like we said we sprinkled some wnba in there i sprinkled some totals two unders on the d-backs and rockies and those both went under nine they were smelling both pitchers had like six eras like why why is this not a 10 or a higher so it was good. They both went under. So it's been a – we'll keep it up, guys, for the dog days of summer. I love – check out our, our Fade You Twitter with Matt. Got the dogs taking a bath. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, what is, what is it about Chris that you think makes him drawn to things related to smelling and poop and disgusting things? What do you think it is? Because if he loses, he can use that excuse that, oh, it was a a stupid bet anyways. Nobody wants that. That's exactly all it is. So to be clear, what Chris is looking for here is he's, he's basically asking the question, why is the line what the line is? And Chris, some people will look at like, a team with a way better record that's minus 120 and say, oh, that's that's great value on that team. Why do you look at it differently? Why are you so suspicious of those types of lines? Just because you look at the, the even the best teams in the league are le- they're going to lose sixty plus times, maybe seventy times. Like like everyone thinks, just because they're the better team, they're going to bet on every game, and there's going to be some kind of value. Like there's a reason there's juice, and even if it's twenty or thirty, everyone wants to to put in a parlay. It's a lock. And it's just, I look at it. No, Vegas doesn't just like with football. If you see a pick them and the team's worse, like everyone's like, well, I'll take the, the 
Packers at a pick them. Uh, it's just not that simple. So I like to pick those out. And uh, we've seen it. I mean, look at the Yankees were minus 300 last night, and they lose to the Reds. So um, be careful betting the supposed better team. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's ahead, a lot Toby, of yeah. value in what Chris does. I mean, it's a great betting strategy. You know, I mean, it's he's just betting against the public, betting against the easy narrative. But when it goes bad, holy shit, does it go bad? You can go on some bad streaks, you know, like NFL did, like Den is firing all the other sides, like the non-poopy sides. So, and he did well last year in football. So, yeah, it can go bad too, but, you know, there's value on it when you can find those those sharp little dogs or or weird favorites. Well, it's just about picking your spots, right, Chris? Like, I mean, it, you're 12 and 3. It's 80%. That's obviously, you're probably not going to go 80% for the rest of the summer. But all you're looking for is to be profitable. And if you can pick your spots and not take the bait and miss on some of that, you can actually have a decent little decent little couple months here while we wait for football. Yeah, and as we tell people on that listen to the pod and on Twitter, like this, me and you, like all of us, we love gambling. We're not going to stop like at least unless like we don't have a problem. We're doing this to try to earn long term. That's why we tell people we're not trying to make money for like five weeks we're trying to like if i'm having a bad like joe said it'll it'll rock you for maybe you know a season but if you're going to do it season after season and be consistent you should end up making the money doing it and not just piss it all away all right kmar what about your degen plays you're firing shit like first five you're firing all kinds of first inning shit that i don't know i've I'm not firing a lot of that stuff. To, to me, you might as well flip a fucking coin. But what what do you, you know? You I know? love what point toss, man. Come on. I mean, that's like your favorite bet, so I'm not surprised. But yeah. what do you what what makes you get off on some of this stuff that you've been posting and typing out these it. wacky reasons? Like I just you know fuck it, so I'm gonna go for it. Like what what's the gen level here? Like if you got to have action on something. I mean, you said it. I, I look at a game, I like it, and I flip a coin. It's that easy. <laughs> No, um, it's, it probably started just, you know, I needed to get more active on Twitter. (laughs) I've just been MIA for like two months. Just haven't really given a shit. Um, but you know, it's, I didn't really care where it went. Like I didn't care if if I started 0 and 10 or 10 and 0, like the whole reason why I had a DGen alert is, I'm hoping it it can just be like, Hey, like at the end of the day, like when you do stupid shit, like you could lose, but at the end of the day, all these are coin flips, but I just like it for, I mean, look at the last two I did, you know, the plus money nerfies. It was just because it was plus money. There was no thought to it. It was just, why not? Why not? Um, And I was going to do Dodgers today, but I got distracted. I was doing stuff after work and, you know, that would have hit, but you know, it's, I, I think I was doing the math the other day. I, the record so far is six and four. And I believe I'm five and one betting Dodgers and one and three and everything else. So it's, it's kind of funny the way that's worked out. And I, I wish I got the Dodgers in today. Cause I looked at that during work and I was like, it was I just like Gonsolin Wainwright. I'm just like, yeah, why not? Why not? That game's getting a little hairy, it looks like. Yeah, yeah, I saw us. They're trying to make a comeback, but a little bit. I mean, there's, 
there's not too much, you know, just small trends. You know, I think I posted, you know, Dodgers are probably due to score in the first inning. Like they're all coin flips. Like just because they didn't, they didn't score in the last two games doesn't mean they have any higher chance of scoring this game, you know, but I just, it's, you can go off probability, but it's, it's all luck. It's all, you nailed it. It's, it's always going to be a coin flip. And that's why the average sports better usually hangs himself. <laughs> Neil, what, what, do you have any thoughts that go through your mind when you see the digital alerts come up? Do you do you uh, do you cheer them on? The or title do you, for the episode. Do Don't you hang yourself. yourself. Oh no! Tomorrow will be a better day, kids. Um, no, it's interesting. I love it. I love it because if you know Kyle, you just think, "What the fuck's he getting himself into today?" Like, what random ass could he possibly have come up with? So, I actually, I'm surprised when I just see it as like as clear as just a nerfy. Of course it's a nerf. You know, of course he's only waiting around. Of course course he's waiting around for a nerfy versus, you know, yeah, I'm waiting for like Tanzania soccer. No, no goals, (laughs) no goals in the first 12 minutes, you know, of of Tanzania versus Mozambique. That's fun though, man. I like that we do that because like average, the average person's like, what does this person have on like Sunday night baseball or, you know, Monday night football? They want like these primetime games. And it's like, Hey, I'm going to give you something off the fucking wall, like WNBA at 9am. And it's like, it's going to be a win. Guess what? It pays the fucking same, you know? It does, Dude. Yeah. And the same thing, fading Ben, the better when I had his thing, he fires like esports, and I'm like, fuck it. I'll fire <laughs> esports. I don't yeah. give a shit. Like if it wins, like it wins. Whole, I don't get if we're, if we're right. betting on Sunday night football or fucking like you said, nine a.m. Indiana fever cock. <laughs> yeah, like my whole thing on the whole degen bet is if I've had a good day, why not? Why not try to win some more? If I've had a bad day and I like something, let's try to get it all back. Like that's why it's it's just you know a, a stupid bet. Like and it can go either way, and it's been somewhat profitable so far. So, folks. Yeah. You have a gambling problem called one eight hundred gambler. <laughs> yeah. I almost did about six weeks Come ago. <laughs> I, I was I was coming from you of all people, Craig. <laughs> I mean, this conversation is funny because I mean, the reason this podcast exists is that this is supposed to be fun, right? Like you can have fun when you gamble, and a lot of people, a lot of like the old guard of like those the pro betters from Vegas in like the eighties and nineties, they'll get on their Twitter and, and they'll see people firing parlays and they'll say stuff. They'll turn their nose up and say, you know, this negative EV bullshit. Like who cares? Have fun. Bet some WNBA at 9am on a Wednesday, bet some fucking Russian soccer. Like at the end of the day, it's fun. Right, I not agree. everything 100%. needs to be plus EV. Um, yeah, and Chris, like to double back on what Chris said, yeah, obviously we want to win fucking money long term, but I kind of realized that I'm pretty dumb and I'm gonna lose, so I'm okay with that as long as I can manage it. I don't really give a shit. It's fine. I, I, I lo- obviously I want to win, but it's more entertainment value than anything. And and I think a lot of people, the old guard, miss that. Right? Is that a lot of this? as it's getting legalized across and people are doing their 18 parlays and shit. Like, are those going to win? Probably not, but it's kind of fun to have action. It's kind of fun to have something to root for. Like, like Chris said, yeah, if like you have a me, problem, call that number. <laughs> like me, Chris and Riles firing three leg parlays. Yeah. Like all of the, that's all fucking entertainment right there until dickhead Chris doesn't place a winner. Well, and Joe, knowing the three of you, like, 
that's really dumb. Like you're probably going to lose. The three of you trying to come up with a winner together is fucking Dude, we're positive stupid. money. That, we're probably up a grand. Oh, but it's fun to have the action and it's yeah, fun exactly. to have the it's like, it, oh, so, how much yeah. do you guys put on each parlay? 100. Nice. Yeah, you probably are up. I mean that but like a three leg parlay, I mean that's I mean it's obviously still hard. I mean the one parlay I did, I went 0 and 3, which was hilarious, but I I usually try to stick to two or three legs cuz it's it's manageable and it's still a pretty solid payout if you got one dog in there or shit too. It's like when Riley was at the bachelor party firing plays like that. That's just funny shit. And the Dookie of the day is funny shit. Kyle's the gens is funny shit. So yeah, we like to bring oh, the dude. fun. All right. Yeah, doesn't always hilarious. have to be super serious and plus EV only go fuck off. All yeah, right. it was so much fun, dude. I mean, the parlays have been fun, but Riley's being a little baby about it. Cause there was a couple instances where, me and Chris would be hit R2 and then Riley would miss it. And then a couple where Chris fired a fucking course field over when Riley and I already hit our two legs and we lost. So it's a lot of shit talking, but a good ass time. Also, yeah, I think you're right. I think I'm like seven and two on those and Riley takes his overs. But one time Joe told me it was an L we went to this concert. We oh, woke- we were drunk as fuck. Yeah. So this is another fun thing. We wake up to a winner, and this was a big one because I took the Guardians against the Dodgers, and it was a the what? Under it was like a plus seven ninety two parlay, and Joe said it was an L. Then we woke up, had a beer, and <laughs> yeah, Blake Shelton concert. I was highly intoxicated, looked literally buying a beer, and I looked at the it was a, it was a WNBA game. I bet on my leg was a WNBA game, and I thought it was an L. I was like, "Fuck, we lost!" So me and Chris are all pissed all night, and then. In the morning, we woke up to a very happy account. <laughs> you smashed Amazing. the math on his over under. <laughs> <laughs> no, I looked at the wrong game. I, I I looked at the wrong one and I added him up. I was like, oh, that's not a winner. And then I looked at the wrong game. I forgot who I bet on. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Forget he bet on. <laughs> Is that a recipe for winning long term? <laughs> <laughs> Check your oh my god <laughs> that's amazing all right um that sums up the wnba right there though yeah i forgot what i bet on what state are they playing so we got uh we got golf starting really early uh by the time people listen to this they won't be able to um probably hear what winners people gave out i mean the open is is tough it's epic uh, and there's a lot of reasons I love the Open Championship, but it is kind of tough to pick a winner. Uh, but how are people going to bet this? Dude, Matt, we do need to tweet out our picks because Fade U does have two of the three major champion outright bets. Yeah. I picked JT at the PGA. You got Fitzpatrick. We, uh, yeah, dude. So we need to tweet it out. You know, might as well go three or four, I'm, right? I might as well keep falling on the Zalator sword. <laughs> this point i might as well just go all in just die a little more every single time he gets yeah, second. I mean, why not dude that guy with a putter in his hand from like two feet is some of the scariest shit yeah, you've ever seen in your life yeah, that's why i like him because he reminds me of me he can't make a two-foot put i almost want to take him to miss the cut i just feel like everybody is so all over his dick at this point Second every yeah. time he's a lock to get top ten. Yep, watch a good narrative fade. Let Let's not talk about Tiger yet. We can leave yeah. that one for last. But is there anybody who's is there anybody fired an outright winner yet? No, 
after Fitzpatrick, I, I'm sitting this one out. There's no way. <laughs> I'm just gonna take that and go home. Yeah, I get Chris, it. Not Chris, you Chris, you had a long shot, right? Yeah, uh, my buddy was saying that uh, the good old South African Bazudenhout is uh, pretty out of the the sand and uh, proximity to the hole from the sand. There's 110 bunkers on the old course, so you got to be good out of the sand. And uh, he's number 15 um, from greater than 30 yards, and he's 29th in shots gained putting and 32nd in three putt avoidance so with those big ass greens you know hundreds and hundreds it's oftentimes they're like giant greens so you got to avoid the three putts and uh he's pretty decent at driving accuracy but the, the the old course isn't too long so you don't have to be too accurate you can be off a little bit so and uh he's like 100 i think he's like 110 to one to win uh but he's like plus 375 plus 400 to get top top 20 so um, you take a look at him to that, and maybe he'll be in the hunt. Interesting. Uh, anybody looking to maybe live? I mean, this is such a, a humongous field. Anybody looking to maybe live bet after a round after Friday? If, if you yeah. guys look to live bet, like how many shots back does someone have to be for you to, or how how close I guess to first does someone have to be for you to look at taking them live? There's a lot of ways you could bet these majors. Yeah, usually like I'll usually fire one after the first two rounds, but like even even on Sunday, you can get plus money on you know someone in the top three. So I even kind of start. I don't know if hedging is the right word, but I start playing with that just just for fun. It helped it helped me with uh, I th- what was it? I forget which one it was at this point, but Zalatoris and and Thomas. And that was like yeah yeah. So I broke I broke even you know because I had. I had more on Willie Z, but it was cool that Joe hit hit that one. Yeah, that was fun, and and I mean, shit changes quick, Mac. Because I mean, JT was down eight strokes with eight to play, yeah. so fuck, dude, anything can happen. But yeah, I, I only fired um one. Th- I'll fire three balls on the weekends and shit. Fired one tomorrow for Bryson. You can get him at even money. That fucking fat piece of shit. He's been playing with uh, Daly and Tringali, so you got to think that Bryson can. <laughs> maybe keep it <laughs> keep it a little bit uh, squared away for them and then uh uh ian Poulter just because fuck him over 71 and a half you can bet that it's a par 72 so he's just got to shoot par worse and then uh yeah does anybody uh anybody fucking with tiger nobody's fucking with tiger probably not this time i'm just gonna watch i, I, I don't feel like getting an ulcer <laughs> Yeah, I guess the he has the highest handle at the casinos right now. Oh, for sure. For, for pretty much everything, you know, outright winner and everything. What's but the his, weather going to be? The weather? Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. I think it's yeah, supposed to be know. okay, totally, but yeah, it's I mean, probably, really unpredictable. I'm missed the cut. Yeah, oh, I would. Yeah. Love, I mean, I want to fade him, but um, I think I'm going to fade him in the first round. His his total is set at 71 and a half, just like I Ian Holter. Mm-hmm. So maybe he can, go, he can shoot a... I mean, what do you do? Do you do you bet him under there like every fucking other person? Because he's been low, going low on the first round of these majors. So yeah, yeah. First day he's been okay. Second day, uh, and then after, I mean, after making the cut, he kind of falls apart. But I mean, he did. He took the U.S. Open off. You would think with more time he can get in 
and this, I mean, it's, this course is exactly hilly, right? Yeah, so, flat maybe as shit, so yeah, maybe he'll um, be okay. Yeah, God, I hope he does all right. I'm, I'm not gonna bet anything Tiger related, but I hope he does okay. It's just, it's so cool to see him there. Yep. I mean, St. Andrews is just Joe. You texted in the group earlier. Dude, it is yeah. so epic. Yeah, and there's seven shared greens. That's so fucking sick. <laughs> That's so and odd. like, yeah, there. Like I said in the group chat, there's literally strategies to miss yeah. the fairway and land on the fairway next to it on a different hole yeah, on an approach shot. I'm like, that's badass. That's so different. It's open championships. I love being able to, to wake up Sunday and it's over by like 10 a.m. And Kyle, it makes me think of your wedding. It makes me think of your wedding and yeah. having it on that morning. And it's like, oh, this is awesome. Uh, that was the one Lowry won, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I was watching that and uh, the movie Solo. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course you were. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, and the so, only yeah, the only outright I fired was Cam Smith, just because eight of the last ten winners of the Open had to win this season, and nine of the last ten finished top three at the Masters. Interesting. So Cam Smith, and he got his putting together last weekend at the Scottish Open, so I think he's got a real good chance. 25 to 1. How about – um? How about Xander? Anybody like Xander to get it finally get it done? I mean, everybody kind of wrote him off, and now he's hotter than shit. Yeah, he's hot. I don't know, man. I I suppose if I was gonna I mean, fire Xander to, I don't think I'd do it to win. I'd I'd bet like top American or some shit and get him at like yeah. twelve to one, something like that. Maybe you can finish top three with somebody or whatever. That's an interesting way to look at it too. You can you always you can bet top uh, top player from the UK, top Aussie top continental Europe. Um, they were talking earlier on uh, live from the open about the live guys struggling in the U S open. I wonder if any of the live guys um, struggle here too. People are still all over these guys for, they had the, the head of the RNA just destroying these guys in his presser today. Yeah. Tiger destroyed them yesterday. So I don't know. Live guys. I, I, I asked Chris earlier. I want, I want odds on Phil to miss a cut. I'd probably lay the number no matter what it is. On Phil. <laughs> Yeah, Phil's probably fucked. Um, but hey, if I was a live player like DJ, I would take my two hundred fifty million and tell him to suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you can have all. It's it mean as my whole, You know what two hundred fifty million means for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. For TikTok. <laughs> all right. Um, couple more things we wanted to get to is uh, it's July thirteenth today, as of this recording. We are going to be well. Some of us are going to be in Vegas for. Wager Talks uh, contest sign-up weekend, August 20th and 21st. We're looking forward to that. Uh, Kyle, I know you're excited for the, the contest this year. I'm excited to play golf. I think I'm just going so I can sign up for Neil and I. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was going to say, how much have people thought about what they're doing for the contest this year, Super Contest? I feel like Circa has been a big, fat miss for all of us. There's too many damn people. Yeah. What are we thinking? Still gonna do it. Need the content. Maybe we should maybe we should pool our money and do a fucking booby one too, like Turtle Sports. Yeah. yeah. Chris, what are you doing? Five of us pool one and just we each pick one a week. I'd rather do that. Yeah. And then the one who whoever sucks has to eat white dog shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> whoever submits a loser. Yeah. That could be fun. So uh we are kind of trying to figure out what we're doing for contests, but we will be in Vegas in a little over a month. Well, Neil, you won't. We'll miss you, buddy. 
Uh, dads, I'll miss you too. I'll, I will be at my little brother's wedding up in Santa Cruz that weekend. Thanks for the invite, Shane. Yeah, he's, it's, I don't know what else to say. Real quick, it's just, he's had like 24 people going. So, Oh, wow. So That's me not going, it'll be a big Chris, what do you What are you thinking for contest? Are you going to do it with the Pops? Maybe. Maybe with Riley again. I'll see. I haven't collected from Den in a while. He keeps saying come on the weekends, but I don't. So maybe he'll have a thousand saved by then. I'll just use Den's money to for as a buy-in. But we're, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm doing another fucking smelly poop fucking play dude i'm gonna i gotta redeem myself i was like a game or 200 500 last year i gotta get back into form yeah me and jared are gonna definitely do another entry but he will not be in vegas because his kid's fucking uh birthday which is super lame but it's fine but also, I would say, and Joe had sent this out, I think the other contest, and Joe, I don't know if you're looking into also. So the Superbook at Westgate also holds their over-under win total contest. It's a much smaller, I think it's 200 bucks um, to join that one. And it's basically a, a one-shot. You sign up right at the very beginning. You pick your total. You have to go through each team, bet their over-under win total, pick their over-under win total, and – you have a season-long bet every team on their win total. So I'll be doing that one for sure this season also. Oh, wow. That sounds cool until we realize we're putting That's like fun. five times that amount on Sunday night fucking football every week. So hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. We're figuring out our contest ship, but we'll be there to sign up and, uh, and see Kelly and, and the wager talk crew and some of our, our good friends we made there. So, that is coming up in a little over a month. Uh, we will probably leave this one here for July. And then in uh, once August comes around, we will definitely get back to a regular schedule of podcasts. We'll have a lot of NFL talks and college football previews. We'll see if we can get some of our friends to come on and, uh, and preview some stuff with us. So we've got a lot of stuff coming up uh, to look forward to kind of towards the end of the summer. Uh, in the meantime, look for the Dookie of the Day. Look for Kyle's DeGens on Twitter. We may try to do a couple Twitter spaces if there's some MLB slates with some smelly lines or, or things like that. So anybody got anything else before we call this one? Go Poopy Angels. Please score seven tonight, Angels, you dickheads. <laughs> Just to Jenny Baseball, that's all. So, all right. <laughs> Chris, just remind everybody what happens sometimes when you bet on poop, like the Nationals twice in one day. Sometimes you go on an 8-0 run on the 4th of July week. God bless America. Sometimes you step in National. D.C. Obama. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Fade You.